1: so you have two different quarterbacks with uh with McCoy and and Murray you know and then Murray goes through his looks McCoy does the same thing when he's playing today is it the way what they're looking for and what they see in their mind you know as to who they're throwing it to as to why it was different you know with the with the targets today with AJ Green and uh, uh who, who was the other one um
0: he threw it to Rondell Moore a bunch. He threw it to Hopkins a bunch. I mean, he got Hopkins involved a ton in the opening drive. So, I, I mean. Yeah,
1: but then he went away. And, you know, as the commentator said, you know, they should just use Hopkins as a decoy and start going to their other guys. You know, which I, you know, maybe somebody heard that and passed that along to Cliff. And that's ultimately what happened. They stopped targeting Hopkins. Uh, in the he, second, he round. finished with
0: 14. He had 10 receptions, 98 yards. Rondell Moore, nine receptions, 94 yards. I mean, he didn't really go to anybody else. I he did have the two big passes to AJ Green. Um, the one for the touchdown, AJ Green not, only had 10 yards.
1: Rondo Moore had a touchdown. I he, I, I must no. have missed. Yeah, it was Connor who had two touchdowns. And uh, yeah, Connor
0: rushed to two in, which yeah. I was talking crap in my, my fan or my uh group chat that I've got. Uh-huh. I was saying, hey, can we see more Eno Benjamin? Because Eno Benjamin did not take a snap uh, today, He's the and I just retired. think he runs. I think he runs angry, right? I think yeah. I like I like how he runs. Connor only finished with an average of three yards a carry 3.3 so it's not like he lit, lit the world on fire his longest run was for nine yards yeah so i mean i still don't think james connor looks the same it was nice to see him get two touchdowns but i would have liked to see nino benjamin in there again just some questionable cliff stuff so that's where i keep going back to okay we talk about the future of the franchise my opinion still kind of is if kyler if cliff can't make this work with kyler like he does with colt mm-hmm. cliff still gotta go because at this point, you can't move on from Kyler. And so yeah. that's where to me, you're going to need to you're gonna to have to bring some you would have to bring in a new coach.
1: You know what's good well you know what sucks for Kyler though. um you know they they had him out obviously today, and he'll probably be back next week in Mexico City on Monday night football against the uh, 49ers, but he's going to lose, you know, I mean, unless the Cardinals can pull it together, you know, I mean, the 49ers are really good. They're playing well. We'll see how they do uh, tonight, you know, on Sunday night football. Uh, But um, uh, if he comes back and they lose and then they lose the next one, well, they have a bye week, but you know, the next game they play, I mean, the pressure's on like DIA DIA bench Murray and put McCoy back in. It's kind of a crappy situation for Murray. Well,
0: that's the real question is Monday night in Mexico. So you've now got eight days before your next game or seven and a half, whatever you want to call it till your next game. Who's the starting quarterback? I mean, if Kyler was testing that hammy today, I would think he's going to be fine by next Monday. Yeah. But who do you think gives you a better chance to win in this offense right now? And that's the key word in this offense, right? Like that's a key, key part to that.
1: It's, it's tough to say though, dude, again, like the Rams, they just, they're just not playing well. It was a, it was kind of a, they were a crappy team. they, they're three and six now. You know, they were three and five going into this game. You know, and the, and the Arizona Cardinals are struggling too. It's just kind of a, you know, you know, you got a whole bat of poo. You know, the cream came to the top there and the in the cream was uh the Arizona Cardinals in this case, you know. So I mean oh, we'll, we'll, learn, we'll learn a lot more next week, you know, against the 49ers on how well this Cardinals offense is, you know, and then depending on who they go with quarterback, you know an apology uh,
2: voice of the bird god. Yeah. Very. I gotta be honest with you. Voice of the bird god getting a little rude. You know, he's interjecting now um, <laughs> talking over top of the host. It's well, I don't big know big. where
0: the music went. I thought we were, that was a new thing and we were going to have Just, the,
2: there's a lot going on in the, in the voice of the bird God's life right now. He's confused about which way he wants to take things. The bottom line is though, we're going to get, there's another uh, bit of content that I know Tyler wants to get to here in a second, but I want the last thing I want to touch on here in terms of the hierarchy of this team, what's working, not working. They get back Hopkins recently that seems to be balancing out the wide receiver room a little bit, opening up other opportunities. But, Tyler, you mentioned it. You know, Connor is supposed to be the engine of this team. When you go back and look at week by week and see the disproportionate pass plays to run plays, how much of this offensive line, we know there's been injuries there too, but how much of this, maybe just from the onset, also falls on what they thought their offense could have been built around. Reigning in Kyler a bit more, letting the running game lead the way, and then being explosive off of that, all of a sudden you don't get the same production. Have you guys seen anything watching these games where it's, boy, if we fall behind game script in the running game, we kind of forces our
0: hand. There, I think there's a lot of things they assumed this year. I think they assumed that Rodney Hudson would be their staple at center. And then when he started contemplating retirement, And now that same injury that was making him contemplate retirement has now held him out. He's now on IR. Now you got a makeshift offensive line in there. And you've got a bunch of guys that are coming off the street to hike the ball to, to Kyler Murray. And now Colt McCoy, Um, you saw uh, Billy Price had a pretty good game today, but then he had a a, a bad, uh, uh, he had a bad play towards the end of the game. So it's, yeah, I'm sure they had a bunch of expectations on how things were going to go. When they re-signed James Conner, I think they were hoping they were going to have the same James Conner that put up what he he was like a league leading. In, uh, he was a first or second in touchdowns last year. I mean, he was phenomenal. But the problem is, I mean, just from the eye test, when I watch James Conner and I watch Eno Benjamin, Eno Benjamin looks like a guy fighting for a job and running angry and picking up four or five yards of carry. And James Conner looks like he's settled in, and, and, and he's a great guy. I don't want to, like, make this sound like he's a guy that got paid and is it is settling. I think there's some aggression here. I think he's he, he, another year older, running backs. They get old real quick because how many times they get hit. That's why I don't think you should ever pay a running back. I think mean, you go for, you know, their rookie years, and then you keep moving guys in kind of like the, the 49ers have been doing the last few years. Yeah, You you start bringing in multiple running backs, and, and you just keep moving on, keep moving on, keep moving on. I think that's what the Cardinals should have did. They did it, and so yes, they're they're having to adjust, just like you said. They're gonna they have to adjust when Hopkins is out. Now they gotta adjust because Hollywood Brown's out. Now they gotta adjust because James Conner you know, missed time, and now they gotta they, they've had to adjust more than almost any team in the NFL. They were going into this week's Fox Doctor had them at thirty first again, most injured team heading into this week. That's every week this season. They've either been thirty one or thirty two. So I get when everyone says, Oh, every team has injuries. Yeah. But the Ravens weren't the same last year either when they were dead last in injuries. And so the Ravens, everyone thinks has a good team. They're good. You know, the well coach, they've got a lot of depth, Uh, their GM drafts great. Like the Ravens get all this hype and it's like, well, they still sucked last year when they went through all of this. So I don't know, Gunnar, what do you think with all the, all the injuries, does that make a difference or is it
1: something that any coach can just get over? You know what I mean? Um, you know, I mean a good coach would be able to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look at look at uh Belichick, you know, I mean he does the same thing with the running backs with his players, you know, that mm-hmm. he doesn't pay any of them like unless it's a quarterback or or something like that. You know, and they're not not paying a ton of money because he he just uses them as a little pawn in his game, you know, and he that dude seems to figure it out. When somebody gets injured, he finds somebody to take their place, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. No, He's got a system and he's just able to rotate, yes. rinse, repeat. He's also probably the best coach in the history of coaching, but uh, you know, so to think that anyone's going to be at his level, little, little hard, but
1: um, yeah, I mean, didn't, didn't, uh, didn't Kingsbury coach or he played for Belichick, right? Or did he coach with Belichick? Belichick? He played yeah. for him, yeah. Kaka,
2: voice of the bird guy. Thank you, Gunner. Always appreciates my entrance. Uh, Just to contextualize this a little bit further, because I mean, this is going to be the running theme of this show. Obviously, it's been the running theme of the season. Uh, Over on The Herd with Colin Coward, he was speaking about exactly what's going on in Arizona, the difficulties potentially for Cliff Kingsbury, and also but why potentially it may not be the worst thing in the world if things continue to go poorly for the head coach right now. Let's give a little listen here. What's the hardest coaching job in the
3: NFL? I would argue this morning, Arizona. It appears the owner resents his star quarterback and the quarterback kind of resents the owner. Uh, I think Cliff is a really good guy and a better coach than most of us thought. He was fired in college by his alma mater. But Kyler's a handful. It's also McVeigh, Pete Carroll, Kyle Shanahan twice a year in division. And there's now expectations based on Cliff and Kyler having some good early years. I think going forward, everything is on the table with Cliff Kingsbury. Um, First of all, Texas A&M and Oklahoma in short time are probably going to need a coach. Kingsbury's NFL experience back to college, I think he would be the first choice if I was the athletic director at Texas AM or Oklahoma, it would be
2: Cliff. Now, let's just break that down. I cut it off there, but I included that last piece because let, let's start at the top. Everything yeah. is on the table, right? Everything's on the table, and you have an owner and franchise quarterback. You know, we've been talking about head coach and quarterback. Let's go to the highest level. If the owner is not a fan of the quarterback that the head coach pushed heavily to get, is that the potentially the first domino to fall? Tyler, you talked about it. Really big contract, hard to move potentially, but there's always suitors with the potential of what Kyler has put on tape so far in his career.
0: Oh, I mean, someone will give a ransom to get Kyler Murray. I mean, the quarterback is just such a, you need to have it in the NFL. So, I mean, look at look at the Colts. Look at, there's teams in the NFL that have just been
1: quarterback and for quarterback and for quarterback right. and for quarterback. Okay. But, I mean, is he that good? I mean, would Seattle... Like if he can't, if Kyler became yeah, available, I, would Kyler would Seattle go after Kyler instead of riding and Gino?
0: There are ten teams I can almost guarantee that would line up to to trade for Kyler Murray. So, but when we talk about everything on the table, and you've got an owner butting heads with a quarterback, I, I think where he's going with that is obviously the the putting in the contract, the study clause, right? Like let's go back to the off season, they they wanted him to study more. I, I don't think Michael Bidwell doesn't like Kyler Murray I think he sees a lot what we all see and he wants to try to help the maturity piece rapidly he wants to speed that up quick like move that timeline a lot faster because he's made this large investment he wants to start seeing dividends quickly he doesn't want to wait four more years to see the the dividends from that investment
1: well Collin's verbiage was the owner resents Kyler and Kyler resents the owner. So that was the verbiage that that uh, Colin said there, you know, So and, I mean,
0: that's why I'm saying. I think he means when he says when the owner resents him, I think he's saying like he doesn't like some of the things that Kyler's all about. The video games, the you know, all, all the stuff, the stuff we were talking about him being an introvert. Like, I'm sure if I had to think Michael Bidwell and I can't speak for Michael Bidwell, but just thinking of him. I would assume he would like the traditional Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Like, he would like a quarterback that is the leader taking charge. That's who he wants to give a boatload of money to. Not necessarily a guy that, you know, isn't corralling his team together. Yeah.
2: Uh, Make make a case for another franchise quarterback in the league right now. Kyler Murray has now been in the league since 2019. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you name another franchise quarterback that has an association or a label, even the bad ones, even guys that maybe aren't necessarily proven franchise guys name a starting quarterback in the league right now that you would have any association with not dedicated, not always into film study, not the leader of the, in the locker room. Right. I mean, that's probably talk about, you know, the frustration from ownership down, you Mm -hmm. anticipate this guy growing into a role like that. And at a minimum, being across the board prepared on a week to week basis. And that may be the biggest contrast that we could pull out of this Colt McCoy one game mm-hmm. sample is he's a veteran quarterback. Is he, is he the same level of talent? Of course not. He's a journeyman backup quarterback, right? But what was he capable of doing stepping in and running the system that's being put out there in front of him? Mm-hmm.
0: No, you're you're a hundred percent. I mean, listen, there ain't one quarterback that has all of these issues. Now, is there somewhere maybe they don't get along with their teammates in the locker room? Russell Wilson comes to mind. I mean, that's all you keep hearing right now about Russell Wilson in Denver and how the fallout of Seattle was hmm, Russell's right. a, little, a little big for his britches, right? Like now, Russell's won a ring. He's you know had success. It's a little bit different. And and we're not questioning necessarily Russell's work ethic. Like I, I think when you package it all together, how you just did, there ain't there is not one. But I can pick out little things out of what you put there and say, ah, well, one guy has a knock like this. But yeah, no one has all of those bundled up, other than Kyler, and that's scary considering you know what he's being paid right now.
2: I'm gonna you know, dream within a dream that 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 Cliff Kingsbury does find college football more attractive, and maybe it's oh, a I think so. mutual parting of ways, as we like to say sometimes.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I could say, I could I mean, it just depends. I mean, he, he was all smiles on, you know, at the end of the game today, which he shouldn't be, and you know, I, I think that was just kind of a, a, a win that, you know, if you didn't win against a crappy Rams team, you know, it'd be really bad. But I mean, I, I don't know. I think he may be over his head, Cliff Kingsbury, and you know, and if Oklahoma or Texas A and M came knocking, he maybe he would take it. You know, maybe they come to an agreement on the contract here in Arizona, and uh, they just mutually part ways.